0: lies that were spoken for the blood we have spilled for the treaties that were broken for the leaders you have still just to die for yourself to die for yourself and a new day must begin just to die for yourself for the tribes you terminated for the myth you keep alive for the land confiscated For our freedom you deprive Cause to die For yourself Truth that you pollute for the life that you have caused for the good you prostitute and for all that we have lost us to die. Or die for yourself, custard pie.
1: Hey, this is Nathaniel Dennison. I am coming in to speak with Juan Mancias and Chris Mancias of the Carrizo Camacrudo. Juan is the tribal chair and Chris is the tribal chair council secretary. Go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Uh, my name is Juan Mancias. I'm with the Carrizo Camacrudo tribe of Texas. And um, we were playing that uh, Custer Died for Your Sin song and I'll explain it in a minute.
3: Hello, my name is Chris Domenesius, and I am the current Tribal Council Secretary for the Gariscom Megrul Tribe of Texas. So,
2: um, <clears throat> excuse me. Go on ahead. No, I was I was just want to explain that you know we don't um, have any of you know, the music rights to the song, but we wanted to share it so people can, um, you know, listen to some of the. Um, things that have been going on since, um, the sixties when Floyd Westerman and a group called XIT and, um, uh, there was another group called, um, winter, winter And, um, and they had some, some good recordings out there that <clears throat> talked about the ongoing, um, you know, erasure of native original people of the land. And, um, to the point where we've come where we are, we are at now and trying to talk about uh Saturday and what happened um, on the you know with the whole thing on Friday and this whole thing with um with celebrating independence but if you know that uh any of the history um of Na- of native america especially with the indian wars and if you you study a lot of this you can come to a good clearing understanding that that um the ones that were um affected the most at that time it was happening up in up from the high plains to the southern plains and the great plains and um of course these were you know the lakota people and all the people that lived uh, in the prairies uh, along and the plight of some of the tribes into Mexico, like the Kickapoo. And then, of course, the tribes that were right here all the time and that were um, um, uh, fighting just to maintain, you know, the sacred waters of the Rio Grande and the Nueces River because uh, those were our first trails <coughs> that we forded. And... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so um, we tried to to talk about what happened in the on June 25th and 26th of uh, 1876, you know, and what is called now the the Battle of the Little Bighorn, because for a long time it used to be called. Um, Custer's last stand and the massacre of uh, the United States Cavalry, but that was changed a few years ago. And um, also, with the uh, Sand Creek um, massacre, where a lot of Black Kettle's people were killed in in uh, Sand Creek, uh, Colorado, that was changed. And but a lot of the stories started coming out of the of what was happening, and how. We we were we were annoyed com- a lot by the parasites that were coming in to take over the land and um, not realizing that that we had an, we have an inherent right to migrate to follow uh, the the more prosperous routes that that were along the way to survive and we asked each other's permission to do so. <clears throat> Some of them. The crimes against our own people that were co- that were caused by our by us by by actual native people were were forced upon us because of the <coughs> the false promises that they they offered. So we're trying to to continue to um, offer <clears throat> sorry this uh, mummy dust has got me pretty good. <laughs> so um, we we're 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 trying to continue to to offer this education of what really happened during during this this period this time of of, of occupation of of taking the lands away and reclaiming them as their own by um, having these massacres all all along the way <clears throat> and um it started with you know with um not just with Custer, but it started way back 500 years ago, and um, and now sometimes it seems that, you know, um, it's um, in 1991 there was a big uh, liberation or waking up with uh, dances with wolves, and everybody started claiming their blood, but they didn't claim the ancestral teachings because a lot of those teachings for each one of those individuals had already been taken away. So it was cool to be indigenous, you know. But um, what it, what it what it what it created was the the ongoing secular genericism that this country is founded on. the The less you know about yourself, the the better American you can be. So the less you want to claim about, you know, what happened with your ancestors and what they did here, even if you didn't, even if you came in the '40s and you. And you and you say, well, my people didn't do that. Um, somewhere along the line, your people did, and you're still doing it. And that's part of the the whole thing of, of this independence thing that they talk about on Fourth of July. That there ain't no independence. There ain't no no um, for for us as people, as you saw, and nobody and nobody uh, has uh, the mentality or uh, even the the major media to talk about what is really happening because they're, they're just as ignorant as anybody else is and we have to be careful about about this whole thing about land acknowledgement with with our people because it's not really a freedom that that you're allowing i mean you're allowing us to come in and perform for you and then you call it a land acknowledgement acknowledging the people of the land when in reality uh, you're just wanting you know performers and uh, and that's what's so sad that's what uh, I believe is the, the hardest part about this independence thing that is happening right now. And uh, <clears throat> because uh, when they're putting up a wall in, in Texas, which is, and you notice, I don't even call it a border wall because it's not at the border in Texas. It's a mile to three miles away from the border. And I keep reiterating that because I want people to understand that that they're being, they're being lied to uh, constantly about this. And, that uh, it's the taxpayers' money, and not just the 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 um, the, the trumpers that are paying for it, um, and it's, um, it's people that are being economically damaged in the Rio Grande Valley by the wall, and that are economically being damaged, and and, I, and I'm upset right now too because of the I had a cousin who just uh, committed suicide because. Nobody really knows what really happened, but you know the thing is he the, the, he had no work. He was working for oil oil and gas companies, and uh, uh, we never saw it the eye to eye. But you know he didn't deserve what he what happened, and uh, and a lot of it has to do with these lies that um, they're going to give you jobs forever, and you end up being a temporary. You're just temporary anyway, and and again, where, where's the freedom? Where's where's the uh, the reality of wow. Uh, where's the reality of it all? So I I I, I have to question, you know, who feels independent, you know? Um, we're still sovereign nations and we have an ability to say those things, but um, we speak as a nation, we speak as a group of people who have recognized our identity maintained our language and our, our sharing that language because of what the oppressors the the Spanish people the Spanish Spanish when they came here did to us when they stole our children when they were only 5 6 years old and took them away and taught them Spanish and Nahua in Mexico City and then brought them back as interpreters uh, and by then a lot of um, the, the ancient ways and the I mean if you if you've gone for more than you know eight years from um, that group setting, you lose any concept of of, of, uh, of, of understanding your environment and um, and that's what what was happening here. A lot of people were taken out of their environment, into some other places like reservations, like in missions uh, encomiendas <clears> and <throat> and congredas and and people were 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 lost in a sense so independence uh, i when when they talk about the hatred they talk about the 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 um racism that Trump was talking about you know that none of those statues will be going well you you also got to understand that when this this country so called country was was fighting for its independence uh by killing us and then you know fighting against england <coughs> they um they were they were tearing down King George's statues, <laughs> so you know that it doesn't doesn't make any sense because it's based on tra- it's based on tradition to to really understand what independence is, and to look at a new way of life, we have to tear down the the old the old the old the old school mentality the uh, their their i their crooked ideals and and distorted ideas of life. So, um, um, Krista, you got anything? Go ahead.
1: All right. Well, thank you. We're going to visit a few different things, (laughs) but actually speak to you, Krista, about that. So, one of the big things yesterday, is a video came out, and that's shared across Facebook, of you speaking about Christopher Columbus' statue and the need to come down. And I don't want to speak too much on it. I'll leave it to you for what came on with Spectrum News.
3: So, um, yeah, um, the video was released. uh, They did an interview with um, Spectrum News um, San Antonio talking about, um, you know, keeping our... (laughs) our identity alive, the history of the people and the original indigenous people of this land alive and how um, that the community or the cities themselves, you know, working with the indigenous groups of the area can um, work together to move forward past the internal racism that's been promoted in in our country for hundreds of years. Um, And and starting with, you know, taking down the Columbus statue. Uh, The Christopher Columbus statue in San Antonio itself was taken down this past Monday. Um, It had been vandalized. And um, they said that you're just were going to take it down for cleaning. But um, hoping that they're going to come to the decision that it, of what it does represent and that it should stay down and, um, not be put back up. Um, I mean, the statue is a symbolization of, you know, 500 years of oppression and, um, just, just being toxic in the masculinity that the toxic masculinity, that's been opposed, uh, and oppressed on the indigenous people throughout the country. Um, telling them that you know christopher columbus discovered america when we all know he did not in fact discover america he landed in the island starving hungry and the the indigenous people welcomed him and you know fed him fed and took care of his men and did what we all as, as indigenous people do are welcoming and loving people but um with that you know we didn't know who they were and all they did was bring disease and rape and murder. And then, you know, that's when the first part of human trafficking started was with Christopher Columbus taking us taking indigenous people back to as, and parading them around. And um I mean it's it's a it's the true history that um of what this country is based on. And the I- idea of that Christopher Columbus came in peace when he was lost and looking for something else.
2: Which also is a good point because it talks about the first land acknowledgement was taking natives from our our ancestors from these lands and, and parading them around over there so they could acknowledge that they had conquered them. That's the idea of land acknowledgement to me. <sighs>
3: Yeah, I mean it. That's true, and you know it's it's a it's a hard. Um, I I th- you know it's it, it is a hard truth that people need to realize, and um, stop erasing what history of what the real truth his, true, true history is about, and you know immortalizing these people who were nothing but oppressors um, to the land and to the. Occupants the original occupants and indigenous People of this land Um, You know like like, You know Christopher Columbus um, Robert E. Lee um, George Washington uh, Abraham Lincoln Um, I I, I mean The list goes on and on and on You know when we talk About independence Well it's not our independence It's their history of independence It's that we haven't had an Independence Day, we don't have what that is. We're the only people in the United States that have to carry a card, like we're like a pedigree, to identify who we are and uh, the amount of blood that we have in our in, in our that runs through us. But that I mean that for for one is that's wrong, and that's a history that nobody talks about and they only see that oh you get government money or you have all this funding and we don't we don't and the rest of us who are have tried have stopped are trying to stop the erasure of our people who are not federally recognized but are indigenous to this land and come from the land and know the land better than anybody else um, are just trying to preserve that history and rewrite the history. Um, rewrite that history that it's not oppressive, that it shows that there were people here and that it wasn't conquered and it, w- it wasn't discovered by somebody else across the ocean. There were people here, so you can't discover something that was, that were, that was already inhabited. And um, the continuation of... You know, the history of portraying indigenous people as savages and that we were um, only fighting. We were, I mean, we, that we were just cannibals and that needs to stop. And, you know, there's a, I did a lot of research. Um, we did a tribunal back at the end of May and um, I did some research and came across the journals of Cabeza de Vaca. And in that journal, um, he as he approaches the as he's as he, they crashed onto the land um, somewhere between Galveston and um, he talks about how his first contact with the inhabitants at the Gulf were that they were mortified of them, that the indigenous people were mortified to see what they were doing to their own people. They were his sh- shipmates or were eating each other eating their dead just to survive because they were starving and um and then you know they left didn't didn't attack them didn't didn't do anything to them just were just mortified to see what they what his him and his other people were doing eating each other until they came back like a day later with food and you know that's not told in the history books they're just they, they were, that we were hostile and you know that that's the truth from his own journal and it, it's a it's not it's not a true representation especially in texas history where they've written off any in any indigenous people of texas that there was nobody here after they conquered the area and Texas became the republic. There was just no Indians here. It's a lie. Um, I'm still here. I'm still breathing air. I come from a long generation, a long line of Garizo Comanchero people, and um, and I'm, we want We're going to rewrite the history books to include that and then tell them that you know your history is wrong. Now, it's our history that needs to be told. Our history that needs to be written in history books, and mm-hmm. our history mm-hmm. of our people so we can stay you know to keep to maintain that they're not going to re they're not going to kill us anymore
2: of course um you know that that whole whole idea of um of um ethnic ethnic cleansing or erasure of cultures has been happening in Texas for 500 years and um so it seems like when we're standing up against um, other brown people down in South Texas to try and prevent any more of their uh, staying ignorant to to the process that is um, of um, patriotism, I guess. I, I, I don't know what, what would be a good word for it because I, I don't think it is patriotic in any sense that just because, you know, you know, a fool in Washington uses a word like that, um, that, that 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 makes us unpatriotic. We're trying to be as loyal to our people, to our pulpit, to our um you know, wazel and and make sure that our relatives are heard and and and, and listened to. Um, <clears throat> especially <clears throat> those that haven't had a voice for many years, those that were um, tortured and intimidated to lose you know the capacity of being who they are And, and I think it's great that people are reawakening to the whole concept of that they are indigenous but what tribe <laughs> who's your people that's what I always say I don't, I don't like to use what tribe but I like to say who are your people do you know your people do you know your language um, I I just don't don't want to appropriate the ideals of even our own people by saying you know i'm this and i'm that and uh, even the word warrior is something that is earned and it's not something that is self-proclaimed and um we're we're still dealing with that that uh, me me and i concept from the 60s where, you know I need to appreciate myself I, I, I think if you if you live in an, within and you're immersed within that group you can understand that healing is, is an ongoing process and it's not something you get overnight by 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 going to a you know um, some kind of an anonymous program that gives you uh, like uh, that empowers you enables you to you know destroy everything around you so that you can you know uh, so you can proclaim yourself as a healer or a chief or anything like that especially when it comes to the to the being in the front lines um we have many front lines all over the country and <clears throat> you know it's it's um and we appreciate all the allies that we have but you know sometimes um Accomplices are even better, because, but we need accomplices that are going to be re- that are going to recognize that uh, the things that we do in Texas are tribally led and led by the Shtokna, the Osomisek, and uh, we are we are the people of this land, and um, we have our language, and our language depicts our, our teachings and depicts our um, our understanding of life and how how to share it. And it also interprets a lot of the things that are on the on the rock faces all over this all over this land. Um, even then, you have people that you know just became Indian ten years ago, you know, eleven years ago, or even fifteen years ago, and they they uh, just because they want to be uh, aggressive, and which is a a colonial trait, and do, do, they don't know how to be humble enough. They're they're the ones that are really throwing their their voice their voice out there so people can if you, you if you can yell the loudest and don't let anybody speak you're never gonna you're never gonna hear anything to learn um so sometimes you just have to be quiet and listen and um that's part of the independence of of of, of living with other people and allowing the interdependence of, of being able to be independent and i don't think that's happening. And. And I think it needs to happen, and it needs to, it needs to happen more often, um, especially in setting up, you know, the things with our own people in Texas. Understanding that, you know, getting a, a, a that not not everybody's as, as 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 ignorant as the next person, but uh, I think everybody needs to understand what a recognition of state is, and also what a resolution of acclamation is. That way nobody is is um is is lost with that or mistaken by that because uh the resolution of acclamation only is a pat on the back. Oh you're a good Indian, you're my Indian kind of attitude. That's why we don't we don't deal with that kind of stuff. Um our our you you recognized our presence because we know what we're talking about. We know where our ancestors are buried, we know where our villages are buried. And um we still maintained our life ways we still lived in the survival mode even when I was a child I mean we were eating rabbit and whatever game we could get um, even prey dog makes pretty good stew so um, um, these things uh, we were eating you know, the, the natural foods the natural vegetation like uh, quelite which was you know uh, amaranth and um, uh, verdulaga which is very good to eat too and sometimes I miss those foods, you know. But um, I think we need to to be aware that our children are not accustomed to that. They're not unless you unless unless you go through the rites of passage. And to sit there and call yourself medicine man, healer, whatever you want to call yourself, curandera, curandero, whatever. There are rites of passage, and those rites of passage are 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 where you understand you know, the life of, of, of the group and, um, of the tribe. And, um, and I, I don't see that happening a lot here. And then when it does happen, it happens after, you know, somebody's called out and, um, and I don't see it happening to the point where our young people are being touched with all of this. So I, I think that, you know, we have to, um, continue to, to, um, reach our young people because they're the ones that are being bombarded with the colonization bombarded with the, you know, the Stockholm syndrome mentality to where they lose perspective and start supporting, you know, NFL teams, you know, that that becomes more important than, than, than your, than your relatives. And, uh, and I think that that's one of, the, one of the faults that we run into a lot of times, that we're not, we're not really taking our children in through, in, through these rites of passages and into the ceremonies that they should be going through through their life ways. I hate using words like ceremony and prayer and stuff like that because those don't exist in our language. And um, we talk about sending, sending our voice out, throwing our voice out there. Um, um, we just call it quampax, it's a gathering um and I, and i think we ha- we have to um be aware that our, our language defines who we are and that people that are running around trying to you know prove um you know their own existence through some kind of <coughs> rare um, um vision that they got somewhere at because they they ate too much pizza or, you know, they had too much soda pop, you no know, somewhere somewheres. I, I think that, that that's kind of strange, different than going through an actual life way of, of fasting. <coughs> Excuse me, like our palmages. And so that's one of the reasons that, that we continue to, to, um, uh, to, to, to be vocal on a lot of these things and as you can see I don't direct it at anybody but you know there was a, a paper that I talked about independence at one time and, and it was about you know being interdependent and because when you get independent it's all about me, 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 me I, 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 I gimme, give gimme, give gimme, gimme gimme, gimme, gimme and that's the American way and the native way is if I give to my people my people will live and I will live and um so I don't have to detach myself from, from my teachings or from my understandings to give my people life. And it's all about life. Me, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme gimme is all about the enemy, which is ignorance and we need to save our people, all four leg all two leggeds from walking with ignorance. That's the enemy. The enemy knows the enemy knows no color, it doesn't know you know, any race, it doesn't know It'll it'll get in there and, and destroy everything. So that's why I believe in you know stating facts, and I, that's what I believe that I can only I can only speak of what I know. And um, one reason I, I don't I'm not into be, being uh, into performative actions. I that's what the actions that I do are just natural and things that that I that I live every day. Um, I'm not I'm not performing for anybody. It seems like even with the the issue of independence, when they talk about land uh, land acknowledgement, it's all well. You know, these are our captives, and like they did when they took them to Spain. Look, look, they come to dance for us. You know, because I'm special. They're dancing for me. Um, I I um, back in '93, I I was uh, asked to be on a planning committee for uh, youth participation for Youth Day for the um, uh, Pope at the time that was coming to Denver and um, I didn't spend very much time on that committee because they threw me out (laughs) because I told them, I said um, if you can, um, and here's another issue because nobody knows the ongoing history that's been going on here when Vatican uh, was um, was um, they were planning to build the, the what is it, the observatory you know, over in Mount Graham on, on Apache land uh, Vatican had 48% controlling interest and at the meeting I told him I said well if you want us to come and dance dance for the Pope you're going to have to bring down you're, you're going to have to uh, quit investing into the sacred lands of the Apache in at Mount Graham <clears throat> and guess what they fired me <laughs> so so, uh, I I just um, and then I I think two weeks later I asked to be excommunicated. I I demanded it to be excommunicated. Now I, don't, I didn't want anything to do with the Catholic Church anymore. I didn't want to work with them, and um, or work. I mean, trying to get our kids to feel good about being native was my whole perspective, my whole directive. And I think that's what we need to do here: is look at these young people and turn them back into the, the, the original people of the land so they can understand what having that blood is and how important it is and it's not about me, me, me and vanity and narcissism and you know the, the masculine toxicity that a lot of us get get accused of but to take those children there I I, I, just, I just say that when we plan something it's planned tribally by, by a group of men and women and um, and we try to maintain that you know, we're just, a lot of us are just learning to live with each other again. And we understand that our morphology is not just a question of one big tribe, but the tribe that spoke the language was made up of bands and clans. And now there's a lot of people running around because they think they're part of that clan. They're, they don't, uh, you can ask them to take their head off because they wear hats and they're all bald and light-complected and, um, um, just, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, it's annoying because when I was growing up, I'm, I'm the darkest in the family, and they would always make fun of my skin color. Well, I had to learn to love my skin color. So when people tell me, well, I don't notice skin color, well, I say, well, you better notice this because it took me a long time to heal myself and appreciate my color. So that's where I'm at with that.
1: So I was going to step in and kind of change the flow a little bit but keep along there. So I initially met you all at the beginning of last year. And one big thing that I think is important to talk about now, not only is it Independence Day, but after the horrendous murder of George Floyd, we have seen an entire country of people come together and stand up for issues. Uh, And one of the biggest things that I've been witnessing, which I I do love to see people stand up. I just hope they know this fight doesn't end just because of one thing, but, what does it mean to be an ally towards a cause? Like, you guys are very welcoming. You are here to teach anybody that's open to learn. Uh, But what does it mean for you all to stand up during these things? You guys have been protesting pipelines and so much more.
2: Oh Well, um, are you asking me or Krista?
1: Both of you. uh, What does it mean to an ally for you all, and what do you perceive allies as in ongoing issues?
3: Well, for me, and I mean, I mean, I mean, it goes for everything. An ally is someone who's willing to work alongside you, um, but coming with the understanding that they operate on what the tribe's um, fight is and don't do anything until. Or say anything until they're asked or told to. Um, that is a that's what good allyship would be. Um, not somebody who's just like I'm here and I'm going to do whatever I want. That's not just because I'm here. I'm your ally. An ally is going to is going to be somebody who's willing to work with the people who are going to um, follow by their direction and only do what they're told, and um, and and be able to. Uh, and continue that work, whether they're there, or they're whether they're there on the front line, or they're back home, and continuing to follow that direction back home, and whatever the tribe asks them to. And it's always in that um, space mind um, wherever they go. You know, hey, um, they come, and you know, not saying that. Um, I mean, I mean that's what a good ally is. Um, but for us, we have allies, and then we have accomplices. And my dad always talks about an accomplice an accomplice is is somebody who is um willing to put put everything at stake. they have as much to lose as we do and um and we have those too <laughs> so and it's good to work with um uh people and meet people who are are willing to help out the tribe and do the same thing and um you know, we we treat them with much respect because they show us respect and, you know, they're like the extra extended part of our families.
1: So with, as I mentioned, the horrendous George Floyd murder, we've seen just an entire nation, even other nations, they have stepped up just people suddenly demanding change and equality. Where do you all see this aligning with what you all have been doing for hundreds of years and you? in general, I mean, that's how we met you guys fighting against the wall, against pipelines. How do you see all of this moving forward and is it a beneficial in people understanding all the other issues that have constantly existed?
3: So, um, you know, that, I mean, that is just one event of many, many... Um, black men have been murdered black men and women have been murdered throughout this country for hundreds of years. Um, But the same goes for the indigenous men and women that have been um, murdered throughout this country for hundreds of years. And um, right now, you know, it's, it's, it's um, a, it's a hard balance to follow because um, both have been oppressed um, for hundreds of years But you know we're trying to work Trying to work together to um, Work through those differences And not be dis- Divisive in bet- between um, The Generations and um, The 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 whole racist issue And working together we have to Find a balance and become allies In both fronts um, it, it, it is A hard issue to talk about um because every generation is different and every everybody works together in different ways i think now um this issue um i mean it, it, it's hard um you know yesterday was or two days ago they were out there protesting at mount rushmore and of course four faces of um, somebody 's forefathers but they 're not our forefathers and they 're embarked on on a mountainside that 's sacred to the lakota people and um it's and that 's where they did ceremony for hundreds of years before and that 's um, you know that that 's a stand where people could can come together and we 've had people and we know people that came together on that day so I don't know, Dad, what do you think about that issue?
2: Well, I mean, it's, um, <clears throat> again, it's, it's, all, it's all about appreciating uh, our us, but it always seems like um, in, in the effort to try and make ourselves comfortable, it always makes, you know, the, the non-Indian very uncomfortable. And um, to me, that's those are the people that are caught up in colonization because they're the ones that uh, quote unquote have made the American dream happen, and it doesn't matter what color you are, you can hear it in, in in their in their voices when they talk about, "Well, I made it. You can make it too." And I'm going, "Well, you know, some of us aren't raised, you know, with a me me me, I I I, and some of us weren't abandoned by our families, and and that has a lot to do with what what has happened here. But they don't recognize the fact that that um. You know that's just a a symptom of a sickness that's out there uh, and it's and it's and it and it and now we're starting to realize that it um it goes beyond be people of color and it goes beyond people of denominations people of 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 ethnic groups and um, um they force the whole idea of a hyphenated American to dilute the culture to dilute the the teachings to dilute who we are and it becomes me 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 and um and i think that we have to um continue to uh, look at at this 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 um comfortable comfortable zone that that uh, we've always had to give up for the longest time forced in many cases when they were cutting my people's hands and legs off i mean we have a picture a depiction of that see those are my those are our sacred sites our sacred sites all exist, and what they've done is that they've they've inundated them with water, like the, what they did at uh, Lake, Lake Amistad, and what they've done at Lake Ellen Henry, and I'm sure at other places where there's there's uh, these. And there, I've, and then the other one is that the private land landowners want to continue um, promoting, you know, this erasure, this ethnic cleansing by not allowing, you know. To, to let the people on their lands to be able to look at. But when the pipelines start coming in, all of a sudden, you know, they become the Indians because they're taking their lands away and they want the Indians there. And, again, it's becomes one of those land acknowledgement things. Uh, so that's why I always want to always tell people, uh, cust- I mean, uh, what's his name? Floyd Westerman had a song called Where Were You When? And um, it was an awesome awesome song about you know calling everybody, calling everybody out, yeah yeah, you know we down here and we have all these um confederate issues that we that we've been in Brownsville have directed and now have made a clear you know um erasure of that of that that of you know that plantation mentality that is oh that still goes on over there, they still talk about that. Um, I wrote a... a, You know, when I was growing up, I I grew up in the fields hoeing cotton and, um, you know, uh, maintaining sorghum and, you know, um, picking corn, picking cotton, um, cucumbers, onions. That was the worst one. I hated planting onions. Um, But I I did all that. And... uh, my and my and my grandchildren haven't done that. They don't know what that means, so they get they get the the privilege of not recognizing that. But uh, and and how what the hard work was, you know, that we we had to to survive just on sometimes just on, you know, beans bean tacos. You know, what's so famous now back then wasn't so famous when we were kids. So, um, but for me, it's part of part of who i am you know it's one of the, the the three sisters i love squash with um with with goose and you know, it's, you never tasted squash with goose it's delicious um i love raw kidney and, and, and i mean i we 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 went to the butcher shops and, and got what we can to survive we made uh, good barbacoa in the pit like in the old ways um, my grandfather would dig the pit and we would cook in the pit and um but um we survived. We knew how to survive. And um, um, my grandfather and my father being the cowboys that they were, and, and my grandmother and my mother growing up in the same places that they were at, you know, these ranches, rancherias down in South Texas, um, you know, they, need, they understood what freedom was as long as the law wasn't chasing them. <laughs> and, um, and that's when the rangers were still trying to kill a lot of our people. I mean, in, 19, in 1918 was one of the most recorded massacres where only 15, 15 men were all taken out, and boys. The teenagers were shot by uh, Texas Rangers and the U.S. Army. And there was a big, uh, it's called Porvenir, and um, there's a big um, writing about that. But there were other matanzas uh, and other massacres along the Rio Grande uh, one of them, my grandfather, I mean, that nobody writes about, but uh, they're, they're oral stories, like the one at Los Evanos, and then, of course, the the one that was recorded by, by the Army Corps of Engineers in the uh, Texas Railroad Commission, talks about the massacre at Devil's River, where 256 of my, my relatives died, <clears throat> and the sole survivor was one of my great-great-grandfathers. And... Um, and, and how he talks about his dad and, and uh, these are the things that we want to be able to, 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 to people to know that um, we don't uh, the reason that you don't find a lot of mention in um, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights and the Federalist Papers is because you only find it one time and they talk about whatever power is out there. To, to To help them set up whatever they're doing in the in the um, in the Declaration of Independence is because that's secularism. Secularism is you know finding a way to, to a, uh, um, what do you call it to uh, to absolve yourself from from the wrongdoings that you do to to create what you're doing and 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 that's been the ongoing thing that if you become a leader of any nation you can kill as many pe- human beings as you want to. But you're absolved because you're it's it's a separation of church and state to them. But it's it's a, the understanding that they don't have, really have a god, and their god is money, and money is important to them, and it demands sacrifices. And that's why a lot of eighteen-year-olds who join the army uh, go and go and die in foreign wars because they become the virgins that are being sacrificed. Um, and the, these are the same people who are wanting to kill these old people because of the COVID, and so it's just another sacrifice. Um, so look at look at how many people have died now, and we have to look at the idea of why are why is this happening? Why are they doing these things to us? And um, we we as as the original people of these lands were they were like 80 million of us here that's that's a lot and then by the, by the by the time that you know this became the 13 colonies they, it had dwindled down to about 12 million and to where it is now here just in, in the united states you have four million alone that's not counting canada and it's not counting others because the united states doesn't recognize those indians and or any other indians across any of its borders um so i mean that's one of the one of the biggest problems that we start having is that you know what is what it what 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 why do they continue to have thirty one definitions of what native is and it's really hard to find any independence in, in in that and and to recognize that it's hard not to appreciate who we are and when they continue to belittle us, take away uh, the health costs, keep breaking treaties, keep breaking now, if you don't know what a, if you know what a broken treaty is, when they waived twenty eight laws to build a wall in South Texas or anytime that they build a pipeline, that's a broken treaty for, toward you because they they waived the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act, the clean the uh, the clear yeah, the Clear Air, Dr- Air Act, the Clean Water and the Clean Drinking Water Act, and um, also um, the Archaeological uh, Act and a whole bunch of others, a whole bunch of others that they've done, including, and this is why it's so bad, because it's directed only to the Native American, uh, to the pre- people, the original people of the lands. And it's the, that act is, they've waived NACPRA, the Native American Grace Protection Repatriation Act. They've waived the American Indian Religious Freedom Act of 1978. And I think that this is, is one of the worst things that people don't even realize what what they're what they're voting for and what they're doing is that they're taking away our freedoms they're taking away our independence and they're taking away our rights to be able to have the 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 true freedom that exists and so so much for your 4th of July you got you got a bunch of broken treaties that they are, are happening all over the place when they do these things and they've done it for these big oil companies because the oil, oil companies are putting money in these fat cat politi- politicians' pockets. And they're just as racist as, as as the next guy. So you don't really have to be part of the A- A- Aryan nation or anything. You're just part of the, of the system that, that's racist.
1: Well, we're getting ready to push on one hour on this. So I'm going to ask one final question. Then we'll actually close it out with the Floyd Westerman, where were you in? And yeah, so I guess the final question to really go is what are you guys working on now and where are you heading with that and how can people be an ally and step up recognizing that independence never happened for you all. That is a European American tradition and we should stand up and be vocal for Black Lives Matter for all equality issues, but right now for indigenous issues where what are you guys doing and how can people help out.
2: Well, you know, two years ago, around May, the last part of May, back in 2018, a um, a young native Guatemalan Indian woman was um, shot in the back of the head in Laredo, Texas, by an ICE agent. Her name was Claudia um, Gonzalez-Gomez, or Gomez-Gonzalez. Gomez-Gonzalez. And um, she was, um, and I keep bringing her up and, and saying it because I, I want people to say her name I, wanted, I want and never to forget what they've done to this uh, to, to her, to Eric Hernandez who got shot by the by a marine patrol down in Redford, Texas um, and these people didn't deserve to die when they were looking for freedom because that's why they came here so why why do we continue to have a um a, 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 an independence day when you're shooting people who are seeking freedom uh, it, it sounds so ironic it's everything that, that is done by this administration now sounds so ironic um, of course uh, if you want to know about you know the great lincoln the great emancipator is what they call him uh, two weeks at bef- before he signed the uh, two weeks before he signed the proclamation of independence i mean sorry the proclamation of emancipation the Emancipation Proclamation, sorry, um, he um, he had signed an executive order to hang forty-two Dakota Indians in Mankato, Minnesota. It was just two weeks afterwards, and but nobody talks about that. That this happened during his 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 tenure, and how he was such a a, a great Indian fighter, and one of the reasons he got elected. Um, you have the picture of. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, one of the biggest bigots ever existed. If you re- if you read anything about him, yes, he set up the national park systems, and that's probably why they had he, the only reason they put his face up there. But um, he was he, he was just another one of those bigots that was out, that that became president. And uh, Washington, of course, we know that Washington was.
1: He also is the reason of the banana republic and what started the issues at stems in Central America that caused the migration to this day that we're fighting against, saying it's their yes. issue.
2: Yes. Uh, you talking about Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, I man, I, I I just I can't. I went there one time on a tour because I was they took us through there, but I have never gone back. I don't want to go back. I have no need to be around that because that was the grandfather's seven grandfathers, and um, and I run a respect the, the Lakota way who are my relatives, and. Um, and it's like here, nobody respects our ways here. It's like what they've done with all the graffiti at Paint Rock. And I'm sure that we have a lot of graffiti down in Seminole Canyon. And then also by not letting us in to leave some food and stuff for our, for our ancestors at, at the other paintings that are now. In,
3: in, Don't forget the continue eraser of um, glorifying these missions all around Texas, especially here in South Texas. Glorifying these missions And you know Making them special When all they were were Slave entrapments for indigenous people um, and Which they don't talk about But are depicted on the walls Of um, Lake Allen Henry Which I was lucky I've been able to see And now is underwater But you know That is what, that's the, that's that mentality of, you know, um, trying to forget or make people forget, you know, that brainwashing mentality.
2: And you got to remember that for us here in Texas, for almost 370 years, we were, we were influenced by either the Spanish or the Mexicans, Mexicans, <clears throat> and so the, our, our surnames are different, and, uh. And just because my name is Juan Benito Mancias doesn't mean that I'm Mexican. Uh, all it means is that that's my, my captive's name, but I'm proud of it because it's the, the name of both my grandfathers. And, um, and Mancias means um, to foretell. And so um, that's just uh, some of the things that come from, from the ideals of, 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 of understanding and the facts uh, and understanding the facts of who you are. Instead of trying to put a colonial tie into it, and um, if you don't understand what what um, what I mean by that is that this is it. This is this is a This is Turtle Island, what some of people call, uh, but we call it Somisek, and it's the living land. And um, but it's a land. Be, it's living because we're alive on it, and because our ancestors died <coughs> and became the land. And that's why we, I always tell people, it's not that, that, the, that we own land. It's that the land owns us because our history is there. Our Bible is there. It's written on these walls, on these bluffs and everywhere else. And I think people need to understand and listen to that as much as, as, as many times as possible. And for people who don't know anything, just because they have a white man's degree doesn't make them really a knowledgeable concept because you have to continue doing this research. This research is a lifetime you spend a lifetime, you know, trying to put... It's like getting a a 5,000-piece crossword puzzle or maybe even a 10,000-piece crossword puzzle and trying to make sense because it'll take you a long time to get that together. And um, to come in and just uh, say, well, well, I have the Indian blood, so I'm a chief or I'm a, me- a medicine man. So it's it's really... Um, or I'm a healer. Or I'm a healer or whatever. It's disrespectful to people. And to, 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 to not acknowledge... The people of the land, in the sense of, you know, doing something more than just bringing them in to say a prayer and to to do some performative action, you know, to me it's crazy. I, I don't need it. I, I you know, um, I'm not a performer. I mean, you know, I don't have. I'm not part of the Actors Guild. Now, if you make me a part of the Actors Guild. I might be able to do it. Nah, <laughs> just kidding.
3: Um, yeah. but Nate, getting back to your question, you know. Um you know there's there's a lot of things happening and a lot of things that have been um not talked about or not very much talked about um especially in this land uh, especially in the country right now where um the missing murdered indigenous women and men and children all over the country are not being talked about um, you know you know that that's we're we're the highest rate all over this country of missing murdered indigenous yeah. m- per capita in in uh, of of men and women, and nobody's looking for us, nobody but our own people are looking for us nobody wants to know what happened to people that have been murdered and um for our the indigenous people in you here to be murdered nobody's talking about that
2: Wait just. A minute. And, and just imagine also that the detention centers that are down in on, throughout the country, how many of the people that have been detained there for, for more than, than six months? Some have been there for three or four years. And what what the fuck does independence mean if these people are still being detained? You know, just because some some ra- some racist son of a bitch doesn't want to want to allow for them to 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 follow their court rulings. And, uh, and I'm sorry I, I had to cuss, but I, I, it makes me angry. These are children. These are people that are being um, uh, put under uh, under no quarantine and and are being being
3: racially profiled in the United States. And you know, we had that young man just down the street from here in Floresville who was locked up, and he was an American citizen. They just didn't believe him and been been in the detention center here. Uh, for like six months to almost a year so and they finally he got finally was able to be released when they got all his paperwork but him just showing his id when he was at a at a traffic stop wasn't enough and that's the that's the kind of that's what's what's happening and not being talked about not being spoken about and um and we're going to continue to raise the awareness about these things especially here in texas and, you know, hope people that can want to come and join us and ha- are willing to stand up and for the fight. Um, you can always uh, contact, you know, my dad or I or, you know, um, you reach out to us on Facebook. We add, um our Facebook pages at Cariso Come Carilo Tribe of Texas. Um.
2: I uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're working on, on updating all of our websites and, um, and if you are interested in, in you know, come and immerse yourself in the, in the tribe, and come learn from what's happening here. And uh, that way, you have a better understanding of who we are, what we do, and and what's going on. I mean, I mean, there was a time when we had nothing; we still have nothing, and we're trying to even fight to maintain our thirty acres here. So, and the reason is again, how do we how do we deal with the, the craziness of, of it all. How do we how do we um, look at this uh, word independence when it's when it's actually counter dependent <laughs> and um, uh, they've been doing it for, to us for a long long time. I mean, we're not left alone. They're they're always following us. They're always uh, you know monitoring our phones, monitoring our, our presentations, and like. Like we're we're like we're the bad people, but that's what that's what they've always been told. We weren't the ones that invaded. We didn't come here to occupy. We were already here, and I don't care what you know uh, people would tell me about. Well, you know, y'all y'all used to have your differences. You also came through the the Bering Strait through the, through the Bering Strait. Uh, all I've got to say to people like that is, hey, grow up, you know. You know, you're just trying to justify your secular genericism. We're not. We're trying to maintain an identity that is real with a lot of life ways, with, with a real culture. It's not hyphenated, to, not hyphenated or distorted by Americanism. And, um, you know, we are on our lands. And we have always been here. And, you know, we, our our culture goes back over 15,000 years. And, um, and there's still, you know, people don't want to recognize that because they want to see themselves as being the the me, 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 I, 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 I. they want to receive the benefits. I'm not, I don't care to be, you know, a benefit receiver from, from, from this government because I'm not going to justify, um, I, and that's my personal opinion is that I don't, I don't want to justify the killing and the, and the genocide that continues to go on to be recognized as a tribe in this country. We, we are a tribe, we are a people, we are a nation. We're a tribal nation we have our ancestors we know where they're buried, we know where our villages are we know what our what what how we live down here, how we survived and we don't need no pepok or or even pepok uh Indian telling us what to do and that's where i i I sit with all of this this and that's my personal opinion now it might change in the future, but I can't tell you that right now with me my personal attitude is 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 you know um I don't, I, I, we, don't, we don't need the recognition by, uh, by denouncing their secular generis, gener, gener, genericism. And what I mean by that is that I'm not going to absolve the bullshit that they did to our people. And what they did to us was, not, was uncalled for because we welcomed them here. And when you read some of the excerpts in, in the Indians of the Rio Grande Delta... And you see that they came up through the river, the, the Rio Grande. There were villages all along the side. But we never, never, you know, did not welcome. They, we welcomed them with open arms. And then when they started killing us and raping our women and children and, and our men all the way along through there, um, then we took, we took action. We started, you know, we drove them off for almost 60 years before they came back. And um, we should have shot them back then too. Um, but the thing is, you know, you can't take our lands no more. You can't build your freaking LNGs on top of our Garcia pasture, on top of our Potrero de La Loma Chiquita. You can't, you can't, you can't sit there and, and allow a coal mine to be on one of our one of our, one of our most sacred sites. And um, you
3: cannot no longer just take our relatives and bury them in unmarked graves.
2: Yep, that's, that's, uh, you can't do it without without us knowing. If you can't tell us, we're going to take you to court. As and, simple as that.
3: And hold them hostage in a museum.
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, holding our people hostage. The Witty Museum, sorry, can I go on? The Witty Museum here in San Antonio, for a long time, uh, had um, 100, 120 remains. 80 of those remains were Carrizo remains. Native, Amer- Native people would go over there and have a powwow and dance on top of our people's bones. So, you know, the NIMBYs, the not-in-my-backyard Indians, um, you all need to wake up and, and, and understand what, re- what the history of this land really is. Because our people um, for a long time have been very, very uh, desecrated, have been very, very disrespected. And um, it's not going to happen. And if you feel uncomfortable with that, I think that you need, when you feel uncomfortable, that's when you need to learn. And that's when you need to 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 grow. Yeah, needs to educate yourself, because um, that's that's the biggest hardest thing to accept is that, you know, we just want to put our feathers on and go dancing around all over the place, you know, to accommodate to be a performer for the for for the for for the plantation owner. So that just makes you one of the field workers for the plantation owner because they're making the money, and they're only giving you whatever they want. So I think it's time that we. Stop being the, the um, you know, the patsy for all of this and, and start realizing that we are the land and, um, and we don't have to pay them any kind of homage for what they've done to our people. That's what land acknowledgement means to me. You want to hear about land acknowledgement? Don't ask me to come and sing a, sing a song or pray. I want to sit there and I want to tell you what you did to my people because it hurts me, it bothers me, and I, and I go to bed thinking about it um, and since I was a kid, and, um, I just want people to know that because it's really a, a big, a big, um, hurt in my heart of what my people had to go through just to maintain the identity that I have that runs through my blood. And, uh, and because of that, I, I um, I, I really want people to know that, 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 um, we're not going to sit here anymore and just, and, and take it anymore. Um, you, can't, you can't build your, 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 your infrastructures because you don't know what infrastructure is. You, know, you can't b- make your own infrastructure just because you want to put an oil, oil well in or you want to put in a, a wall. That's not, that's not a, a critical infrastructure to me. It's not critical at all. Um, what's critical to me is the air, the water, and the land that you're desecrating and you're abusing. And I think it's time that, that we as Native people... You know, stop stop playing around uh trying to be the white man's Indian. Um, I'm certainly not gonna be that anymore. Um the the San Antonio commemoration, the three hundred commemora- three hundred year commemoration of San Antonio, uh i I made that I made that a point. I told them to remember what where they were sitting. They were sitting where they they hung thirty six Comanches and Carrizo people there. Um and they and now that they're trying to commemorate you know on on, on the spirits of our people so i can i can i can't do it anymore i have to I, I i have to be i have to be honest and i have to make sure that i have the facts to be to be able to do that so we're getting there and we're working on that and i appreciate it. to me independence is that i can say what i what i just said and tell them that there's no independence whatsoever in this country
1: All right, well, thank you guys for that. That was a really fun one. Uh, And we'll revisit you guys a lot because I'm always here and always with you guys a lot nowadays. And I only met you guys a year ago. Now you're like family, so you can't get rid of me. Uh, But I will exit out with the song you were just talking about, and we will talk to you all later.
3: Hold on. uh, These songs are like songs that we used to travel, and we'd go places and um, visit our relatives, so kind of grew up with these songs when traveling with my dad and family all over the country. So it's an oldie, but it's a goodie.
4: Where were you when we did you, our friend? Where were you when? We needed you to bend, and now you claim to be parts to a Cherokee. But where were you when? We came close to the end, when our land was being stolen. You just stood by, when we were being massacred. You didn't even cry, when they put us on a reservation. You didn't lose any sleep When we were starving half to death You had enough to eat So tell me, where were you when We needed you, our friend Where were you when We needed you to bend And now you claim to be but you or Cherokee But where were you when we came close to the end When we had no voice You never said a word When we cried out to you You never even heard When our freedom was being denied You never questioned why When we needed help somehow The well was always dry So tell me where will you when We did you our friend Where were you when we needed you to bend? And now you claim to be part of Cherokee But where were you when we came close to the end? So tell me, where were you when we needed you, our friend? Where were you when we needed you to bend? And now you claim to be Potsu of Cherokee But where were you when? We came close to the end So tell me where were you when? We needed you our friend Where were you when? We needed you to bend And now you claim to be Potsu of Cherokee But where were you when we came close to the end? So tell me, where were you?